0: The Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle 2. Eventually we'll hear each other.
1: Let's talk about on the program today. Of course, uh, Hawkeye men's basketball, Hawkeye women's basketball. And, of course, wrestling.
0: I'm pretty sure we're talking to each other.
1: I know, we're just not getting the feedback in our return. Not sure why. There you go. I get a Is little that bit. better? Yes, there you go. All right, so I don't know why anybody would say don't touch those buttons because it couldn't hear without touching them. Again, I don't believe we're online. I think we're on online instead of Mike. So if uh, Jake's out there driving around, get over here, bud. We need help. You, we're left in the same spot we were last week. Um, okay. Uh, nonetheless, so let's start talking back. Please. Like, I listen to you Fox, uh, at any rate.
0: That's true. Because I can't wait to talk to you about your horrible so, take.
1: My horrible take is not a horrible take. It's
0: a horrible take. It's not a horrible take. You really don't believe that the Iowa basketball team is competitive.
1: Uh, no. We're we're, we're not the, competitive. Let's get to that. Then how did
0: we win ten games?
1: Competitive for what? You're competitive for being for being. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're gonna get. You so tell define, me. Let's define competitive. All right. So of course the Hawks with the, let's let's send. Present the synopsis. Losing 65-45 last week. Not competitive up at Wisconsin. Never in the ball game. Shot terribly. Broke 40 with under a minute to go in the game. That's competitive basketball. Then they go on the road to Nebraska with seven, seven scholarship players. And Nebraska comes from 16 down, nine in the last minute, to shock the Hawkeyes and come away with a victory. Their third win for Nebraska in the last two and a half months. That's competitive basketball out of the Iowa Hawkeyes. Um, Iowa goes into the Big Ten tournament now at 21-10, and 10-10. And that sounds better. At 21-10, 10-10, sixth seed. They'll either play Northwestern or Illinois at 8.30 on, well, 8.30-ish on Thursday. If they win that, they'll get Michigan at 8.30 on Friday, and then we'll see where they go from there. Of course, we wouldn't know uh, exactly who they might have after that. Um, Garza did come back with 25 in that uh, game against Nebraska. That provides some hope. Tyler Cook shut out. No score, uh, no points for the first time in his career at Wisconsin and then nine points on Sunday. It looks like a shell of the player that he's been for Iowa. Not exactly sure what's going on there. Connor McCaffrey is a huge liability. He's a walking turnover right now and I don't know what you do about that. Those are the problems I see as they are, and here's what my take was. What happened was Pat Hardy of the Iowa City... I whatever, read it. Now, I read it. Pat Hardy said, well, not everybody did. Pat Hardy said, you can't fire Fran McCaffrey after this bounce back year. And my response to that was not that he should be fired, because I don't think he should. Okay, let's go, let's just say this. I don't think he should, okay? Am I tired? Yes. I'm thoroughly tired and bored of Had they of Fran won on Mc... Sunday,
0: would you have the same opinion?
1: I am thoroughly and t- completely tired and bored of Fran McCaffrey. Had they the won on Sunday, was... would you have the same opinion? Absolutely.
0: So, here's my opinion. You're bored? I'm, I'm you just... sound. You sound like a wife.
1: Let me say what I'm going to say, and then we'll go down the road of whether I'm a wife or not. Now, that having been said, <laughs> that part having been said, what i pointed out was you certainly can fire fran now if you want to this team is limping home they got they, let, they let's face it they've lost four in a row they were extremely lucky fully and extremely lucky to win against very bad basketball teams prior to that let me finish in their so the last month two months or month and a half have not been good my point is Fran hasn't done anything to armor himself from criticism at this point to the level where you could talk about should he be here or not be here. Should he? I believe he should. Right? There's, there's talent coming into the program. He has turned the program around over the, this period of time. I get it. But when people start coming in with the, here's the, the, the worst argument in the world, you want to take the dumbest take in the world. The dumbest take in the world is what if we blow it up and it's worse? Well, are you serious? Is this what you want? Is this exact? Is this what you want? We're going into the Big 10 tournament this week on a on a four-game losing streak. We've dropped from a 4 seed to probably a 9 seed, maybe a 10 or 11.
0: Oh my god, do you not look at uh, anyone other than Joe Lenardi?
1: Who else has some people might have him as, as Jerry a Jerry Palm still
0: has him as a 7. Okay,
1: okay. As a 7.
0: They're still in.
1: They're still in. My point is I'm not saying anything other than this this does not turn out to be A galvanizing, put on the armor, and you can't touch Fran McCaffrey. You can't criticize him year. That's what I'm saying. I think there's plenty of criticism. So if they win four
0: games in a row, what do you say then?
1: Say that's great and that's magical.
0: Oh, it's great, and they're and they're lucky because they beat a bunch of bad basketball teams. By your judgment, but they won't. They they won't. They're not going to win four games in a row. How do you know they won't? They're competitive, literally almost every time they go on the basketball court, with two exceptions. At Wisconsin, which was, in my opinion, probably the worst effort they've had in nine years under Fran. Certainly with this group of, of guys. Yes. A horrible effort. It was as, like. As bad as most of last was, year was. And yes. just for the record, those that really think that the Iowa basketball bench, in terms of assistant coaches, with uh, three former head coaches, and wonder why they're assistants, the last two games that Fran missed due to his own uh, destruction. Of of himself by being a raving lunatic and going off and screaming at some official, uh, you want to talk about things to be mad at Fran? At? That's one. That's something uh, to be Fran it, at. Yes,
1: that's another. That's you another know. Piece and they 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 it's came, they came
0: out it. on Sunday and they played really really good basketball for about thirty eight minutes. Okay. It was 70 to 61 with 53 seconds ago and Nebraska throws in four freaking prayers. Okay, so you're so what you're saying And is Iowa managed to
1: score during that period of time. So what you're saying is that they played really really good basketball to have earned themselves It was a, it, when they had a 16 point lead and it got cut down to 5 and they were playing in 5 for most of the last 10 minutes of the game. They had pumped it back up to 9. You're saying that that against a Nebraska team that is down to seven scholarship players and has won two
0: games in two months. Your opinion of the rest of the Big Ten is completely horrible. My opinion of Nebraska is they're terrible basketball team. They're They're a terrible basketball team. They're going to fire their coach. We get that. They're awful. That's not. They gave it one last gallant effort, and they and they threw in literally. They made seven of their last eight shots, and with one exception, they were all completely defended. Yeah, there was only one that was open. Well, the two the, the two
1: layups down the lane. One the to finish, one the, the one layup up down, down the lane at, at the end. end. It was really, but my, my point is those three think, pointers are defended. I thought they played good basketball, not really really good basketball. I
0: didn't think they played very good defense at so all. So you didn't play, you didn't think they played good to get up sixteen? How they, did that How did that happen? Was it just that Nebraska a good, was really that horrible? It was a good in stretch. your estimation?
1: They had you said thirty eight minutes. I would give them ten. From the last five minutes of the first half through the first five minutes of the second half, they went from a tie game to up sixteen, and then from there on, they lost the game.
0: On either they were tied and then So they I'm, lost. I'm sorry I'm, I, 38 the, I I missed. said thirty eight minutes. They didn't. They
1: played ten good minutes I missed, out of
0: forty. Excuse me, Brett. I missed the part where playing basketball you immediately start with a sixteen point freaking lead. I'm saying they. Didn't that's really, how they, they didn't that's play how really it goes. Basketball. They didn't play really good basketball. Oh, gee, they played okay Christmas. basketball. This whining about how you don't think that they're competitive considering they go 10 and 10 after going 4 and 14 last year and you can say it's lucky but it's not it's if it, not it's not lucky it's skill so, so good lord let's define good guys make shots competitive. that's what happens good so, you don't lose a game outside of the freaking conference so and and so you're not competitive well who are you Yet they beat I'm everybody saying, on their schedule yes they did that's great I'm, Isn't you're, that you're, the you're, point? You're, you're,
1: no, it is the point, to the point of getting. So what is it? Is it what is the what is it that your definition is to be a competitive program? I
0: don't know. What's yours? Twenty six and four. Yeah, oh. I want to see them every once in a really? while.
1: Really, I want to see them. It's just like in football. Every once in a while, you want to see them win ten, twelve games.
0: They did. Yes, they won ten. Right. So that so it was that's, a tremendous season. So it turns out quote. To be, Right, unquote. In basketball, had they I, been six and ten and won their last four to go to ten and ten, okay, you would have been thinking. Okay, so oh. for you, competitive is five hundred. No,
1: and making the big dance. That's uh, it.
0: My competitiveness is that they're the sixth seed in the toughest conference in the country, in the in the, in their league. They're going to be a seven or maybe, hopefully, a seven in the NCAA basketball tournament. Have an opportunity to win at least one game and play against probably the team that will end up winning the thing because that seems to be the motive even back in the Dr. Tom days when they were 8 or 9 and they were all this and that's why we got rid of Tom remember he he never yeah. lost he never lost a first round game but then uh, only got to the sweet 16 twice after that so not, had, had or three, once three.
1: he had three sweet, sweet, sweet okay
0: three, whatever but, but but that wasn't good enough for Iowa fan like you no. who 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 wanted to get rid of the most classiest There's a question from Bob Bob from Bristol Cove, and that is pick one coach for which you could uh, answer a question that you'd want to coach your season. Raveling, McCaffrey, Tom Davis, or Lute Olson. Assuming it's the Lute Olson of old and not the one that unfortunately just The question,
1: Actually, the question is in a winner-take-all game, who do you want? I want Tom Davis. In a winner-take-all game? Yeah, probably. Maybe. I mean, I I think— Well, who do you want? Probably Lute probably Luke, but maybe tom certainly well, not george well no no but so if i want somebody on the recruiting yeah, trail let's, I let's george. go back to let's go back to the tom davis thing first of all tom davis was not let go because of wins
0: and losses tom no, Davis he was let go because iowa fan wasn't happy with the plateau with which they had Nate, been bob bowlsby
1: asked tom davis to change up his assistant coaches were, were were flat, and they had been. They've been in the NIT. How many flat. assistant
0: coaches has Fran McCaffrey had? I'm
1: I'm getting there. I think this is a good point. It's a good question. And by the way, I love Iowa's. Uh, I've loved Iowa's lineup of assistant coaches. I don't. I just don't know what they're. I don't know now about Cause, this. Because Gary but Gary Close, Close turned was. Out, I know he was a great assistant. He was a, he, he but was a really a, bad guy to have on your staff. I know what I'm saying is he was a good guy to have on your staff. But I'm saying that Tom Davis, Bob Bolsby asked him to, to do that, and he wouldn't do it. All right. so, so we got
0: Alfred and his dad, and Craig Neal. And Craig Neal. A freaking criminal. So what did we do? We ended up going to another We got an a-hole, of- his dad, uh-huh. and a criminal.
1: So you're saying that the idea here is so you're, buying into, and you're buying into the idea that you can't
0: do better. It's not that they can't. It's not, I think that you're given, you've given into the fact that they have hit this rough, rough patch. And, and, here's, and this is actually what I think the question ought to be. Is there a thing such as the hashtag Fran fade? Is is that a thing? Well, if you go back the last few years, obviously it has How about we go back the last nine years? Because he's been here for nine years. Okay. So is there a fade every year? Yes. I think the preponderance of evidence might say yes. Yes. The question that begs itself is, is that because of Fran? Is it because of the players, the assistant coaches? What is it? I had this is, somewhere. Is there, there, was, I had is there any um, credit given to the other teams? I mean, we play in an incredibly difficult basketball conference. Most physical, far none. Yeah, you, the old Big East used to be like this. You were four and fourteen last year in a,
1: a conference that got four teams in. This year, okay, ten and ten. So this is good. Ten and ten in in a conference is going to get nine teams in. Eight it's or good. nine it is it is good. Maybe
0: ten, I suppose, if Indiana wins it.
1: From a right, my from a standpoint of what do you consider competitive? Is it just being when you go on the court, you have a chance to win every time, regardless of record? That's competitive. In my book, that's one kind of competitive. In my other book. I want to see them competing for a championship every once in a while, and they haven't sniffed it. So the best of them at
0: anything. But basketball is so much harder than football to do this. In that we have the exact same thing in football. How did Alford win
1: two Big Ten tournament titles? He got lucky Luke, every once in a while. Luke Recker, once. Brody Boyd. Brody Boyd the first time. Luke Recker, actually Luke Recker didn't play in the in the, the year they won it. Luke Recker got hurt and he didn't play. It was the year I just after, saw a highlight. Yeah, that was the year after that. When, when they went to the finals, when they went into the finals, they were further out of it, and they went into the finals. They won those two games, beating Wisconsin, and that was 2002. And then Alford won it in 2006, and we went in as a 3 season loss to Northwestern State. But he but he, he, he made it to the finals three times. Fran hasn't been to Saturday. We're not even sniffing a championship of any kind. We'll be back in the Hawkeye Hall.
2: Back to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett
0: Ridge on 1700 The Champ, real sports talk for real sports fans.
1: And we're back here in the Hawkeye Huddle, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. G Miggs in West Des Moines. 1700 The Champ and around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com. Last couple of weeks of the show, so uh, come on down and check us out. Cyclone fans of the Hawkeye Huddle in the house. Hollywood in the house. Yeah, we got a couple of them here, brought in the crowd tonight big crowd yeah misery loves company we're happy that we're, we're uh we're enjoying watching the Cyclones and the Hawks play similar basketball right they're going to turn it around both of them right they're going to meet in Dayton Allen's pick, packing for a full uh, a full week uh, yeah they're going to meet in Dayton for a full weekend in, in uh Kansas City good luck with that um I believe we have Tom Cakert of uh, Hawkeye Report on the line with us now we're crossing our fingers good afternoon Tom
2: Good afternoon, gentlemen. I can hear you at least a little bit, so we're good. And I have to do a status report. Mr. Ridge, how are you? Are you on the ledge?
1: Yes, I, I, yes. I am on the ledge. I'm, but I'm, I'm seated firmly on the ledge. I'm not jumping uh, at this point. But I am, I am entertaining arguments for reasons to to go. Now you're, he sounds way far away. I don't know what's going on, but he no, sounds he like he sounds perfect. I can barely hear him. Well, listen louder. Okay. Um, Don't do that. I'll be fine. Tom, we want to start the uh, segment with something positive. Obviously, the Iowa women's basketball team, um, a a season of incredible success, punctuated with the Big Ten Championship on Sunday. And David and I were just sitting here talking about you could not have asked for a better way for Megan Gustafson to put an exclamation point on uh, her incredible season and career than to dominate with 45 points in the Big Ten Championship game Against a great Maryland team, she put on an absolute
2: show. Yeah, it was uh, pretty incredible. And it's, you know, I think what people get lost in is that uh, that Maryland team is really, really, really good. I mean, that's a potential, um, you know, Elite Eight team uh, this year. And she put 45 points on them like it was nobody's business. And just dominated, and you got to also mention, um, you know, in that run, Hannah Stewart, because uh, it wasn't just Megan, it was uh, Hannah Stewart with uh, all-tournament selection, and tonight Davis just does so much for them and just settles things down and makes plays, and, and uh, you know, kudos to Coach Bluter. Uh, for, um, you know, today she's one of the semifinalists for the Naismith Coach of the Year in Women's College Basketball this year, and that's awesome for her and just awesome for the program. And now they need to get, uh, they'll get a couple games potentially in uh, Iowa City, and that will be great uh, for the women's program. And and hopefully, you know, the one thing I, I've just kind of mentioned this a couple times, making Gustafson's last thing to kind of check off of the box is, doesn't have an NCAA tournament win, but I, I think that'll be changing next week. Well, she had
1: ninety-five points over the three days, forty-five <laughs> in that final. So you know, pretty, impu-
0: pretty impressive. She scored like a six-on-six basketball player back in the old days. It's
1: well, it is the way she plays reminds you of that, right? There's not a lot of extra dribbling. She and Tom, we were talking about this. Um, she doesn't need to collect herself when she grabs the basketball. She has the basketball. And has a move in mind before she goes, and she's immediately into it. And it's the the guys could learn a lot from her. The Iowa Post players on the men's side could learn a lot from her in terms of her purposefulness of the way she's going to take the ball to the hole.
2: Yeah, she just she gets the ball and she knows what she's going to do, and she uses uh, her body positioning so well. Uh, she'll get uh, other players pinned on their hip and just. She goes on them and doesn't hesitate, goes right to the bucket, uh, and just she's just dominant down the block. When she gets it, it's either going up and it's going to be – I mean, she shoots over 60% from the floor. And then, you know, she's – the other thing she does, she's a really good passer, and she'll kick it out to Kathleen Doyle or Mackenzie Meyer or somebody, and they'll knock down a three tonight, Davis. Um, So, and, you know, every team is – Going to double and triple team her, and she's still able to do all these things, and and uh, and that's also a credit to Coach Bluter. They've run that triangle offense, and they're able to get the ball to her, and uh, they're able to get her in a position to score quite a few points. And and uh, also, she's a really good defensive player. I mean, she's you know one of the top defensive players in uh, the Big Ten this year, and I think that kind of gets lost sometimes too.
0: You know, Tom is is a I is I watch that game and I, I think back to what C Vivian Stringer said. I think back what to uh is it Brenda Freeze? Brenda Freeze said after the game, We knew she's getting the ball, we just couldn't stop her. And they both said I don't think there's anybody in the country who can stop her. If those I mean talk about a uh, stamp of approval, if you will, yeah. for player yeah, yes. for player of the year when you have those two great coaches um, giving that kind of compliment and comments uh, about I, her a-
2: after games I, I couldn't hear the, the question
0: well what I was saying Tom is that see Vivian as well as um, you know, Brenda Freeze giving kudos to uh, Megan Gustafson they couldn't stop her and they knew they were getting the ball what, what better stamp of approval
2: yeah, that's a huge compliment from, from Coach Freeze, and she's just, she's really just, I mean, she should be National Player of the Year in my book, but, you know, I'm obviously biased in my point of view, but I just think she's, she's been phenomenal, uh, to borrow a franism, uh, all season <laughs> long.
1: Well, they're twenty-six and six, number eight in the AP poll. They look like they'll probably be a two seed going into the NCAA tournament. We'll find that out, of course, next week. The number seven RPI, and uh, and we'll be excited to see how that turns out for them. Uh, turning the page to the more difficult side of the ledger, Tom, the uh, the men's basketball team uh, on the wrong end of uh, of things right now, and going in a, in a different direction. Um, maybe, maybe righted the ship a little bit on Sunday and then ended up losing a game. It almost looked like they, they – well, I don't think it almost. I think they relaxed in that last minute more than they obviously should have. My, my greater question for you as, you as you talk to people around there, or what's going on with Tyler Cook and the fact that – I mean, his game is, is – it has had holes, but right now it's non-existent. This is not Tyler Cook we saw earlier in
2: the year. What's going on? Yeah, his production the last couple games uh, in particular has not been great. I mean, he had the zero-point game, uh, you know, the previous game, and then had, uh, you know, limited points and just, you know, a lot of turnovers, just didn't seem comfortable against uh, double teams at all uh, on Sunday against Nebraska. I, I, I don't know. It just it seems like teams are throwing some different things at him, and maybe he's just a little tentative. Uh, with the basketball, um, I'm hoping that maybe he gets things right this week. He, this is a big week for him because, as we all know, he still has those aspirations to potentially play in the NBA, and he's going to test that out. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, you know, and, and he should. He can, and he should. Um, but uh, there's going to be a lot of NBA scouts there and uh, this is a chance to make an impression on a big stage here in the next two weeks in, in the Big Ten tournament and in the NCAA tournament. So um, I would suspect we're going to see a pretty good effort out of Tyler on uh, Thursday night, uh, no matter who they're playing.
0: Well, there's no question the Hawks are better when, he, when he's playing well and with energy and, and, and supplying both rebounds and, and points. You know, my concern is, is that... He gets that ball, and he's a walking turnover the last three, four games. And those are lost possessions. And and for a team that's struggling on offense, which until Sunday, which they finally found it, um, you know, has been another interesting dilemma that I've I've been asking myself. How did a team that was going uh, top ten in the country in offensive efficiency go down to wherever they stand now but essentially we're unable to make shots and and get even really very good looks
2: yeah the other day and i I haven't checked out today where they're at um but uh, according to ken palm they were uh at 16 i think yesterday so uh all season long so you know a few bad games is not gonna tank your offensive efficiency um, you know, what's a bigger problem? Their defensive efficiency is just, you know, at one point it was, uh, they were under 100 and now they're, um, you know, it's just, it's elevating. <laughs> Let's just say that. Their say that. Defensive <laughs> efficiency like is not where it was a month ago, um, you know, or right around when they beat Michigan. I think that's probably the high point for their defensive efficiency. Uh, but I think one of the keys, and you saw why they, Played a little bit better the other day. It was twofold. One, they moved the ball more and instead of just pounding the ball on the ground and and trying to make plays uh, that way. Uh, they were moving and moving the ball, and that magically led to more open shots and guys making shots. So I think um, you know, I think the offense is probably back to where it should be. Um, I just think that I don't know how to explain Sunday other than. Iowa got uh, got the treatment that Northwestern got when Northwestern came to Iowa City. That's just how I kind of explain it. That uh, everything kind of evens out, and they got they got the Northwestern treatment, which was uh, unfortunate. But boy, Nebraska was really down. You know, I mean, when you're up what eight, nine points with forty seconds left, uh, you should always win that game, right. even if you're trading threes for twos. I mean, just you, you just should pe- figure out a way to win that game.
1: There were three possessions in that game in in the span of three and a half seconds. I ne- I've not figured out how that happened. Nebraska makes a three. Iowa inbounds the ball takes two dribbles, gets fouled, goes up, shoots, makes both free throws. Nebraska comes down, and makes a makes a three in four and a half seconds and gone off the clock. Just saying, it's the longest minute of my life, and it turned out <laughs> and it turned out to get longer. Um, Tom, I, I think I wanted, wanted to talk a little bit about Connor McCaffrey. I think maybe we'll save that for next week. Uh, well, hopefully he'll, he'll uh, have turned things around. Let's go real quickly to what you think they're going to do um, in, in Chicago this week. Um, there is the precedence that's been set, as Mike Halas of the Cedar Rapids Gazette pointed out, the last time the Iowa women won a uh, Big Ten championship. The Iowa men went in as a sixth seed, on reeling on a streak of losing five out of six. Dean Oliver and the boys turned it around and won four games in four days and came away the Big Ten champions. Is there any chance that that can happen this weekend, and what do you really think will happen?
2: Well, sure. I mean, there's always a chance that uh, that Lloyd, Lloyd Christmas is going to walk out with uh, <laughs> whatever her name was in the Dumb and Dumber movie. I mean, so you're, saying there's, the you're yeah. saying
1: there's a chance.
2: There's always a chance. Um I wouldn't be betting on Iowa. I just, you know, I until I see them win, I'm not going to recommend that uh, that people believe that they'll win. So, and that's I, I do think if they played Northwestern, they'd probably beat Northwestern. Uh, Illinois is going to probably give them some problems um, just because of their athleticism. But Illinois is struggling right now too. They seem like a team that's kind of ready to have their season done with. So yeah,
0: they look like they're um, on the way.
2: But, and then, you know, if they can win Thursday, they have got they go up against a Michigan team. And for whatever reason, uh, Iowa has played well against Michigan. You saw, you know, earlier this year, they beat them in Iowa City last year in the Big Ten Tournament. They almost beat them, went to overtime, probably should have beat them in the Madison Square Garden. And that Michigan team went on to play for a national title. So um, they have Michigan's numbers, so you never can count them out. So we'll see.
1: It would be fun. It yeah, would be, be fun. really fun. It'd be fun. I'd be so ha- I'd be so happy and so enjoyable. Oh, yeah, it'd be better. It would be. By the way, one of the reasons Sunday was tough.
0: Oh yeah, no, you were sitting with your well, Nebraska I was, fans.
1: I was sitting, and my entire family was there for my birthday. But it was all of Tammy's family. They're all Nebraska fans, and so I sat there with all Nebraska fans watching that game. Except for Andrew was there. Tough day for me, Tom. Anyway, hey, thanks for uh, joining us. You'll be over in uh, Chicago, I assume. So we'll get the yep. firsthand uh, bird's-eye view of, uh, of comments when you come back next week and talk to us here, okay?
2: Sounds great. Thanks for having me on, guys.
1: All Thank right. you, Tom. Tom Cakert of HawkeyeReport.com. Thank the Lord we got him on this week. Had had some tough times here in the last couple of weeks, but it was good to, good to hear, his, hear his voice for sure as well uh, and uh, talk to him a little bit about all this. And I would say, I mean, do I, it's like I said, they're not going to do this, but maybe they will. I've always got that hope. You know I do. I just, I just realistically I, – I remember I, – so I still remember when when Iowa did this under Alford. I was doing some of the high school games for the old Jockaroonie, right? Jock 1, Jock 2. It was Jock 2, 107.1. And uh, me and Bob Dyer. Right before it went off the air. No, it was a year a year before that. I did it for two straight years. And oh, so I had just it. gotten done doing the, a girls game. And the, the Iowa had lost to whoever they had lost to uh, to end the season. And I remember Dean Oliver said, "We're going to we're going to Chicago to shock the world." And I remember thinking, "That's how a leader should look at this, right?" And it's kind of some of the things okay, Iowa players that, have said this week, right? So who's and the I will, leader
0: on the Iowa basketball team? Well,
1: that's a good question. Let me let me finish this thought, and then let's ponder Dear that. Dear
0: Lord, I, your thoughts aren't that interesting. My thought
1: certainly. Your is, thought is not that interesting. Some of the players. Segway. Some of the players have said things like that this week, and people have gotten on them. For saying positive things about how
0: oh, we're, we're going to put this behind, so it. that's why they turned off Twitter. Uh, give me get yeah. Well, they should. They did. that sh- they, they should. There's because a reason. Need to be there's positive. a reason Kirk doesn't let let his players on I, Twitter.
1: I, I agree, and they should be positive now. Let, so, and that's the way you're going to win this. So now, I agree. But who is the leader of this team? And uh, it's Jordan. And is the fact that he has a tough time getting anything open, he's held and all that, so, does that make it worse? Probably, but he's the leader. Needs to be Tyler Cook. We got music going? Yeah. I can't hear it. I turned it down. We're out. (laughs) Okay, we'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ.
0: You're listening to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans.
1: Back here in the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. G-Miggs in West Des Moines, Valley Junction.
0: You know it was really good? We didn't turn down the
1: microphones there. I hope we were not going Uh, over there. I I hope they potted us down there in the studio so we didn't, uh,
0: yeah. We were having (laughs) clean conversations. Oh, I don't believe it. No, No, we weren't. I don't believe that we Um, were. Anyway. By the way, before we thank our sponsors, happy birthday to Brett Ridge. He turned 50 a few days ago, Sunday, I think. Yes, he made me drink schnotty sh- beer <laughs> instead of my traditional Miller light, and I only had seven or eight of them, so it was fine you did you did just fine, didn't you, you- i gave you- I know I gave half of one to Bob from Bristol Cove. Yes, I know that I gave another one back to the bar because they took it because I stepped outside for a second in the yeah, dude decided. Well, why did you leave your beer there? Anyway, thanks to our great sponsors, GMX, of course, Temple to Rye, We'll get to the Temple to Rye last call. Langlewoods Clothiers, clothing the presidents, clothing the presidents for years. I feel like I'm missing one.
1: Well, big cause, big
0: cause. Thank he you. He was
1: invited to the party and didn't show, so we have to give him a little bit of you know. Although he didn't. a little he got bit a, of grief. He Got a late late invite, so uh, you know. But uh, anyway. all right. I thought he he and Katie might stop by, but it's okay. Koz, Kozlowski Law. It was a good law, enough day
0: that Ridge couldn't get to church the next day.
1: That, that was a good enough long enough party that I did not make it to church the next day. Should be noted that's unusual.
0: But okay, fine. It, Thank you. Thank it. you. A church yes. attendance no person. I'm just
1: saying, I, it was a good enough party. We had a good time. So, and then of course the Hawks uh, on my birthday. <sighs> anyway, watching with all those Nebraska fans. All right, so. Do you know how hard it's been to not swear on this show? It's been really hard. <laughs> it's been really hard. Wrestling, Big Ten wrestling uh, wrapped up this week. Of course, the Hawks take third place in the not, Big of fans. course, um, a bit of a surprise. What did you think they'd do, better or worse? Worse. Third. My wrestling
0: insiders were pleased with third.
1: Penn State, Ohio State, they finished ahead of Minnesota, third, third place, and Michigan, and Michigan,
0: and yeah. Nebraska.
1: Good there, And there are good wrestlers all around there. They got uh, third-place finishes out of Pat Lugo and uh, Jacob Warner.
0: My boy DeSantu, I believe, is going to win the national title at 133. I, I told my wrestling insider today. He, he didn't. Where did he finish? He fourth.
1: Fourth. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Spencer Lee in a terrific match that we didn't get to see because Iowa was losing its basketball game. There's Bob from Bristol Cove right now. <laughs> and uh, uh, he lost to Sebastian Rivera again in overtime from Northwestern. So that's going to continue to be a great match between the two of them. But listen, the uh, outstanding wrestler of the tournament, the national wrestler of the week, uh, goes to 20-0, 195 pounds. It's Alex Marinelli. He upset the He's defending. not 195. What He's
0: 165.
1: He? At 165. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my nine the wrong way. 165, he upset Vincenzo Joseph out of Penn State, who won the national championship and next year. That, and now, will,
0: that will be the final.
1: And that will be the final. So uh, he did beat to the number three seed as well. So uh, the Hawks get uh, eight qualifiers to Nine. the Nationals. Well, was about to autos, let, let me autos. add
0: something for crying out loud. Autos, you autos. are not the end-all, be-all of knowing. Well, I've got the notes. I've got it in my head, you okay. moron. They and I'm eight, the wrestling insider.
1: They got eight autos. Then, then what Stole happened? Stoll
0: got his uh, at-large berth as a returning All-American. Uh, still is not wrestling well. Still is hurt. But we'll give it a go at Nationals. If the Hawks finish in the top five in the country, it's a win.
1: Is it that bad?
0: Yeah. Penn State's gonna win this in a walk. Yeah, absolutely. Ohio State's gonna be second, and it's a fight for third. Don't look out for (laughs) Lee.
1: Well, the Hawks have an opportunity to score some points, that's for sure, with that many guys in it. And, of course, with, with guys that will be seated fairly high, uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll see if Spencer League can come back. Pittsburgh in two weeks, not this weekend, but next weekend, uh, the 21st through the 23rd, I believe. Right. Uh, up there. We'll
0: do a wrap-up on our final show of the year, because unless the Hawks are going to the Final Four at Sweet 16. Baseball uh, team
1: went one and two.
0: God, you got it in. At
1: man. Evansville. Uh, canceled UIC for tomorrow in Iowa City. By the they way, gonna I saw. going to play four this weekend in Iowa City.
0: I Well, I hope that the heaters are working. They'll clean off that artificial. It's all artificial turf now. They're I saw the field. The yeah. field's clean. But everywhere around it is snow.
1: Yes. Uh, Cal State Northridge in. And then they got like one more non-conference game. And then they start the Big Ten.
0: Do you think that Cal State Northridge is looking forward to coming to Iowa City? I'm sure
1: they're thrilled of it. I'm sure they're thrilled about it. High of
0: 43.
1: <laughs> Those bats will be nice and nice and pingy.
0: Oh boy! <laughs> Sting. I just, I can't imagine. Oh man! Hey, we got we're going to play a Big Ten team. That's great. Who are we playing? Iowa. Okay. What's the temperature? <laughs> uh, 43. He's still got snow on the ground. Anyway,
1: it'll be an interesting thing for them. Anyways, yes. Uh, back to basketball real quick. Okay, so so who do you want? What do you mean who do I want?
0: You want Northwestern? You want Illinois?
1: Oh, I want Northwestern. Illinois has ha, Illinois is a young team that has started to go back down in terms of their their level of play. They're very young. Um uh they got the Desomo kid who is on the all freshman team. He's, was he he was was he freshman of the year? He's freshman I don't know. I'll, I'll... I know Wees Camp. But Camp made the fresh all freshman team. By the way, uh, Tyler Cook was third team All Big Ten, and nobody else made uh, any of the any of the things.
0: Oh no, it's not true. Uh,
1: Bear was runner up of uh, six sixth man, man of the, the year. Yeah. Would that
0: make him seventh man of the year? Apparently, <laughs> if you're the runner up to the sixth man of the year, you're, are you not
1: automatically
0: the seventh yeah, man of the year?
1: You're the best seventh man in all of, of the Big Ten. So, seems seems reasonable. So Nicholas Bear uh, with that role. Um, so I think you want Northwestern. I just think it, 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 it's a better matchup for you in a lot of different ways. Northwestern hasn't played good for a while now. But they played well against Iowa last time. Maybe you don't want that revenge factor. I don't know. And then I, I definitely think, uh, I think Tom's right, I think they, they match up with Michigan in a different way than they do some other teams. So that's not so bad. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, do you like playing the 830 game? I don't do care. Like the light, the, the two nights in a row. Who cares? You don't care? All right. You're playing. Uh, would wow, you rather true. play the 11 o'clock game? I, I don't know. No, I don't. I wouldn't. Nope, I'd rather play at
0: night. The Let's only see. difference is that you got to wait. Mm-hmm. And, and your waiting time is unknown. Overtime, elongated games, John Higgins going to the monitor. A variety of things can happen.
1: Yeah, these games usually don't start at 8.30. This is usually a 9 o'clock tip. Right. You know. So you'll be getting it going. Stay up
0: late you know. on Thursday, boys. Yep. Girls. Girls. Women.
1: But you don't have to take men. off work to watch the Hawks. They'll be. Uh, most people won't. Which is
0: unfortunate.
1: <laughs> it doesn't give you an excuse. Probably next week uh, when the
0: NCAA tournament. When's Iowa out. State play? Not that it matters. Cyclone fans of the huddle, when does Iowa State play? When? Thursday 1130 a.m. 1130. Thursday at 1130 a.m. For our Baylor. Cyclone fans of the huddle. Against Baylor. Against their nemesis. Baylor. Baylor. They could either win that game by 12 or lose by 20. That's a 32-point standard deviation for which you cannot predict. <laughs> you
1: can't get it in. You got uh, I think you're giving us a big range. I think, I, I think I'd have to give you that if that's your prediction. They could lose by 20 or it could win by 12. Okay.
0: I, I, I almost guarantee it's in uh, between those two.
1: They, they have not looked good either. So, you know, I, I, and it was not a good look to watch those guys. Do you think guys. that
0: the weather that we have had has had an adverse effect on our team? Did certainly it, has on the rest of the world did it on Drake or you and I uh, We did on Drake until every one other on team got hurt it didn't on Drake until everyone well they all slipped on the ice I <laughs> uh,
1: got I mean I both those teams play, have played so well Drake playing out of their mind and just eventually have too few dudes on the course or on the court right and you and sooner i sooner or later you're yeah. gonna run out of people and you and I, I i did i of course watching the hawks but it sounded like uh a no, lot i was of watching was them diff- both was difficult uh, was I, I mean i knew they were way ahead and then
0: suddenly legs they across iowa have not been dirtier really <laughs> between both games i mean really holy cow i'm sure ben's upset but they gave it all they got Hey, by the way, there's a team, Delaware State, 6-24, and 24, won their conference, I think. I think they're in the tournament. I might be wrong on this, but I think they won their freaking tournament. How'd they win six? And then, uh, so... I know they so won last night against Savannah State. So, and now, maybe that was a playing game So in, in the, whatever, that... Conferences. conferences. Is that the MIAC? I don't
1: know. I have no idea where Delaware State is. It's in Delaware. <laughs> what conference are in? I'm no going to go with the MIAC. <laughs> I think, think you're right. They're in Delaware.
0: I hope they didn't get in the tournament, but they had like a lone game last night. I thought, oh, well, maybe, maybe that was their playing yeah, game. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I
1: don't think it's going to be on ESPN unless that's a championship game. I don't think so. Especially Isn't not that in- like
0: Hampton and those yeah, guys? I think
1: so. I'll tell you what. That's where those are. Those games. Those are the games Indiana and Ohio State are sweating out right now. Watching those teams. If anybody's going to steal a spot off the bubble, that probably not in that case because probably what happened at that point means you just knocked the the regular season champion out of it. Yeah. But, well, uh, I know, mean, but but there yeah. are there are steel spot uh, spot stealers who might you know with with a decent uh, conference. Actually, out.
0: the bubble is so weak this year. It's the first year. It's been horrible. All right, we got time for the Temple to Ride last call, six fifty three on my. Uh, Chronometer or phone? What's your? Tell everybody last call.
1: Wow, that's that's Jason. Turn that down a bit. That's out music. My last call. Um, I actually think the Hawks pull out. I think the Hawks pull out a victory and then lose to Michigan. I think I think they'll they'll beat either Illinois or Northwestern, which is just fine. They'll head into the tournament as a. I think they're going to get a seven seed. I think they
0: Hawks win two. I was right last week. Be right this week. Hawks win two, seventh seed. I hope you do. I hope you're right. All right. You join us next week, we'll talk about it on the Hawkeye Home.